I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joins us right now on the SDCCU Fan Hotline. Just tremendous uh, sports reporter over the years. Now with uh, HBO's Real Sports. Uh, you can also see her covering the NFL. NFL Network, Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. And if you've been watching The Last Dance, as, uh, as we have and I think most sports fans have, uh, you've seen her uh, talking about the MJ years as well from when she covered the NBA. Andrea Kramer with us here on Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Andrea, it is a pleasure to have you on this morning. Thanks, guys. Nice to be on with you. How are you guys doing? Everybody healthy in your in your well, world? I mean, we just each sucked down like a Danish, so I don't know health, if healthy is, <laughs> is the greatest. So we're not checking your weight and your sugar levels is no, what you're telling no. me. But okay, okay. Well, all right, gotcha. you know, listen. We're all if getting, those are your worst problems, then that's that's all right in this day and age. Yeah, we're giving ourselves, we're being gentle with ourselves throughout this pandemic and this quarantine, as I'm sure many people are. I have a, a, a addiction to carbohydrates, and it, it hasn't stopped. In fact, it's gotten worse. But it's such an honor to talk to you. I mean, we. I, but but, I but guys, I my sources do tell me that even though you are together, you are socially distancing, so you have to watch out for each other here. Okay? We are. We absolutely are, and we each do. Other. And uh, we're just. It's an honor to talk to you. We've. Of course, seeing you uh, covering this, this last dance has just been a revelation, and especially for uh, people in our business, Andrea, we needed something. We needed something to kind of bring us together uh, every Sunday night, and this has been nothing short of of spectacular. Uh, To see you on there, too, what was the experience like for you? To, to be part of it, it'll be watching it or both. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Right. from the interview that you did to uh, right. what you've been seeing on screen. Well, look, I, I mean, number one, kudos to ESPN and to Jason Hare, the terrific director, for being able to, to get this all done. I, I know that um, I had emailed with him at uh, at the first at the launch of the first episode, sort of like, do you feel like you're giving birth? I mean, what is this like for you? And he goes, I don't know. We're still editing nine and 10. And I go, oh my God, I've got visions of network with, you know, running down the hall with the final <laughs> tapes and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, ESPN moved up. It was supposed to start airing in June. Uh, yep. They moved it up, obviously. And it's, it's, as you say, it fills such an incredible void. And it's, it, for me, it's like a time machine. Um, when, I'm so associated with the NFL now, but when I got to ESPN and opened their Chicago Bureau in 1989, this is what I was doing was the NBA, and I covered all six of Jordan's championships and was there for, you name it, the good, the bad, the difficult, the, you know, all, all the playoff wins, the losses, the, the breaking through against the Pistons, and then, of course, you know, being there in the media scrum when he came back from Atlantic City and going down to North Carolina for the Slimbula trial and and schlepping to Birmingham with the Barons. And, 
Um, you know, one of the things that I'm most proud of is that when Jordan came back to basketball, I did the first interview with him. And one of the reasons is that I had built up a relationship with him, uh, a work relationship, and um, and he trusted me. So I ended up getting that interview. And, uh, you know, the work I did with him over the years is um, is very meaningful to my career. You know, that's interesting, Andrea, because as you've been watching Michael Jordan, obviously he had a uh, – he had that gene, you know, the one of the guys, especially watching the baseball episodes. He liked the, he liked being in the locker room and, you know, uh, uh, you know, break, you know, trading insults as the guys do. Um, still, you know, being a, a female reporter back then, um, you know, I remember a lot of those issues of, you know, just women trying to get that respect in the locker room at that point. How was your relationship with Michael Jordan? It sounds like it was pretty good. And how hard did you have to kind of work at that and, um, how that developed over the years as you covered him. Well, I, I'll tell you something funny that actually predates Jordan. So, as I said, getting to getting to Chicago and and with ESPN in 1989, obviously the first two years that that I was was there, the Pistons won the championship. Now, think about the characters in that locker room. Okay, you've got Rodman and Dumars and Bill Lambeer and and you know it was it was Vin Johnson. It was it was pretty crazy. So. Here I am. I mean, look, when when you walk as a young reporter, when you walk into a locker room, especially as a female reporter, it's always fraught with a lot of anxiety. And there's no question that having the holding the ESPN mic flag and having that moniker sort of imbues in you a, a degree of, okay, well, that's who she is and that's who she's with, which is I, I never overlooked that. But one day I'm in the locker room and Rodman pulls me over, Dennis Rodman pulls me over and he goes, uh, How's everybody treating you? And I go, okay. And he goes, if anybody gives you any trouble, you come to me. I'll take care of it. Wow. And I was like, wow. You know, where did that come from? But I, I really, really appreciated that. Um, and basically, when I got around the Bulls, you know, at first, you're around all the time. You know, even though you are not one of the the print beat reporters, you're still there. And as I mentioned... You're there for the good and the bad. You're not just showing up when they win, and you're, you're you're there throughout. So there's a consistency factor that develops, and you know each year there would always be you know back when at ESPN we had something called the Sunday Conversation, and it was a really big franchise. It was a really big deal, and athletes wanted to be on the Sunday Conversation. It was a long form conversation. It could be anywhere from one to two parts. It could be anywhere from five to ten minutes. And each year, I would I would do one with Michael, and I would do one with Phil. And again, it's just a matter of of building up that um, that relationship. But I'll I'll tell you a quick story here. So you remember obviously the Scottie Pippen 1.8 seconds not going in at the end of the game against yeah. the Knicks. Phil had had drawn up the play for Tony Kukoc. At this point, obviously um, Jordan is playing baseball, so he's not on the team. Well, we're at that game and. My, my cameraman was right at the end of the bench, so knew everything, heard everything that was going on. We ended up going down to the locker room, and so we kind of knew before anyone else. But at that point, once it came out, nobody really understood the details, but it was the biggest story in sports. Well, the next day, I had had a long planned interview with Phil. And my crew is like, well, what are we going to do? Or I go, we're just going to go out there business as usual. We go out there, we get out, out to the Burtos in a really early Saturday morning, and we're just, you know, we go in the entrance that we go in, we know where we're setting up, 
and it, there's all these satellite trucks. I mean, it's huge. It's this huge story. But I just said, we're going to go in business as usual. So I'm standing on a landing right outside an elevator. And coming up the stairs is Jerry Krause. And going down the stairs is Phil Jackson. And Jerry sees me and goes, what's she doing here? Oh, and Phil looks at Jerry and goes, I have an interview scheduled with her, and I'm honoring it. And, of course, inside, I'm going, yay, yay, yay. <laughs> we were the only people that Phil talked to. And, of course, any way that he could tweet Krause was, was going to be a great thing for him. But we ended up with the only interview of Phil that weekend on the biggest you know, sports story in the country. And again, and it, it's just because I, I there was a lot. This is, you know, anybody, any young journalists out there, this is what you have to do. This is why they call it paying your dues. You build your reputation. You're, you're honest. You're forthright. You're there. You when you don't know something, you ask. And that's that's how it was with um, with the Bulls at that back in those days. Andrea Kramer is with us, and because you brought up Jerry Krause, I have to ask you because I was. I was just in tears laughing at the opening of Episode 7 on Sunday night, the pre-playoff press conference where Jerry Cross sits down, Craig Sager asks First him about question. backstabbing. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Cross gets all flustered, stands up, walks out, and you hear someone under their breath go, thanks a lot, Craig. Right, exactly. <laughs> I've been in those press conferences, and I just could not stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but you know, but 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 looking at but here but here's the deal, and and it, it was it was a great moment, a great, uh, as, as we say, and it opened the show. But from a journalistic standpoint, I mean, the problem is, is that you've got a room full of people who need quotes. Yes, yeah. And when you ask a question like that with such an inflammatory word, you know, that's uh, <laughs> pardon me, that's um, that that was difficult. But they're like the kid yeah. across the pizza party for the whole class. Yeah, yeah, you screwed <laughs> yeah, exactly, up. Now, exactly. Now we're that's all right. running laps. <laughs> Because you I had just to be saying you're running the laps or you're running the hill, whatever it is. Yeah, you got spanked around a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> we are talking to the great Andrea Kramer here on Ben and Woods this morning. And I got to ask you about your work with uh, HBO's Real Sports. I mean, every time I, I catch Real Sports, I'm either laughing hysterically, crying. I mean, it's, it's a powerful, powerful um, show that you guys put together. For you, you've done so many great pieces over the years. What is one that sticks out to you that says, this one was hard. This one was – I didn't like doing. This one, it was harder than I imagined it would be, whether it was emotionally or the, the subject was a pain in the ass, whatever it is. Um, which one stands out to you, to you? Well, that's like if you have multiple children saying, which of your children <laughs> do you like who, best? Who's your favorite, but, yeah. But uh, for me, and, and thank you for your comments on the show. I, I really appreciate it. Um, for me, it's it's pretty clear. Uh, it's a story that we did on uh, investigating sexual assault in Bikram yoga, oh, and um, uh, that was. Uh, I mean, my two producers on it were rock stars beyond all imagination. I mean, it was basically, you know, six months of investigating and then months of shooting and going to India and. Uh, you know, uh, sitting with, with Bikram Chowdhury, who's the founder of Bikram Yoga. And it was, um, that was a, a very, very intense piece on a personal and professional level. And, um, and I think that, you know, when, when you talk about real sports and you want to laugh, you want to cry, you want to learn, you want to, you want to be uh, informed. But I think that you also, you, you hope that if it's a story, for example, of that nature, that magnitude, that you want to have an impact on people. And the story got a lot of attention. Yeah. But what made what 
made me most proud, what resonated most strongly for me, is that we got HBO got a an email from domestic violence and sexual assault advocacy groups saying we're putting your story on our must much must watch list so that people can really be informed about what's going out going on out there and that's when you go okay good this is um you know we're 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 journalists we're not advocates but if that piece comes out of something that we do um that's pretty important so that piece was very, very meaningful and really, really difficult. Um, I mean, incredible preparation, but it was it was a very, very meaningful piece that uh, resonates to this day. I can only imagine. I mean, I've I've seen the the answers that he gave, and you watch you're watching the thing, and you're like, oh my god, you're, I can't. This can't be. It, it was. It made me uh, uncomfortable watching it's, it through. It's the tough because you know my wife practices the hot yoga it's the, yeah. the bikram mm-hmm. style but she knows you know from your story andrea that hey okay i don't i don't like the guy or what he was all about it, you know trying to separate that though from the practice and the technique right. of what what she is doing because she says it's helped me a lot it's she she likes doing that yoga but she's always like yeah but don't connect me with that guy <laughs> exactly. at all i don't believe in yeah. it, right. it one 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 hundred percent Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always that feeling that you with a, with a number in a number of different cases where you know you you may love the sport, but it's hard to watch. You can't you can't uh, you know you, it, it's hard to embrace it, whatever it is. But yeah, that's always a, a, a decision people have to make. Uh, it's something that actually Brian Gumble asked me in our crosstalk after the piece, which is you know how do you you know what do you tell people who still want to practice? And I go, well, look, that's a very personal decision, obviously, but you have to be you have to be able to separate it out and. At that time, all of the franchi- franchisees had to pay a fee to Bikram. So almost as, you know, when your wife is going to take those classes, she's actually paying him. But, that, but I believe, guys, that's no longer the case because in various lawsuits that he's had, he basically lost his licensing name. He had to actually give up the name. So that isn't the case anymore with, with franchise fees going to him. So... It's, um, but yeah, that was, that was, it was for me, but it's just kind of my nature. I always have to feel like I'm learning something. I I mean, for me, it's almost as every day, I just have to feel that. And through that story, I I just, I learned so much, uh, both about, you know, what we were reporting on, as well as being in a, in a very adverse sort of dangerous personal situation. And, um, and yeah, that was a very meaningful, meaningful story to me. Andrew, this was so much fun. I wish we had more time. I, there is a new Real Sports coming out later this month, though, I believe May 26th, and uh, you're yes. working on something for that one? I am, and, you know, i got I got to say, look, you know, you guys are, are, are making your show work, and kudos to you for doing so. It's really difficult when you are a long-form news magazine, television news magazine show, and kudos to all the people at Real Sports, the producers. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, we're all shooting – uh, remotely now. God bless my husband who set m- my studio up in my office, and you know. But but they put on a great show, and uh, you know they haven't let the caliber of the programming wane, and that's that's what I'm most proud of. But yeah, we have a show coming up two weeks from today, and um, you know really looking forward to uh, to to another uh, another great outing with them. So I wanted to say to you guys, to your listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. That that's the most important thing. It's great to talk about sports, but you know, let's not take our eye off what's really important, and that's for for everybody to be well out there. Well said. Thank you, Andrea. That was awesome. Thanks so much.
Henry All right, Kramer. guys. Thanks for thinking Thank about you. me. Yeah, SDCCU fan hotline. SDCCU remains open. Rest assured your funds are federally insured by the NCUA. For details or to find a branch open near you, visit sdccu.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.